0: Hey everybody, welcome to the One More Thing podcast for Marsh Creek Community Church. Uh, My name is Ryan Stockton, I am the pastor here, uh, and my wife, Andrea, who oftentimes joins me for uh, this podcast, uh, actually gave a talk at the recent women's... uh, Christmas event at our church, uh, and we recorded her words. And so we're just going to, for today's, this week's episode, we're just going to present her remarks. She recorded it, and uh, and so for those of you who could not make it, and for us guys who weren't there at the women's event, uh, there's a lot we can learn and and think through here. So we're going to present it to you, so we're just going to get right to it. So if we haven't met yet, my name is Andrea. Nice to meet you. Um, Isn't it good to just be with the ladies today? (laughs) I'm a big fan. I do love my husband very much, and my children, but it's kind of nice to be on my own for once, isn't it? So this month, we're paying special attention to the arrival of Jesus, when God himself came to the earth in the form of a person. God wants to be close to us, to be with the people he created and loves so much. But how are we supposed to have the time or awareness to notice God's presence with us in December, (laughs) right? This month is marked by such busyness, lists of things to buy, extra cooking, baking, traditions, packing, traveling, family gatherings, parties, cleaning before guests, cleaning after guests, concerts, school visits, the list goes on. And we're supposed to do all of this with the added expectation of feeling extra fuzzy and warm inside. (laughs) (laughs) We're supposed to feel peaceful and joyful and patient and kind with everyone. (laughs) Isn't that your natural response when you have so much more to do than any other month of the year? (laughs) I guess I'm not the only one. But as Claire mentioned earlier, um, God has a gift for each of us, even in this busy time if we're open to receiving it, and that gift is God's presence with us. By the way, you can keep eating. It's okay. (laughs) I didn't mean to interrupt your breakfast. (laughs) Uh, Let me share an idea from Genesis 2, verse 7. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Forget the man part for right now. The focus is not that. It's the, it's the God breathing. <laughs> Next, here's a thought from the book of Job, verse, uh, chapter 27, verse 3. As long as I have life within me, the breath of God in my nostrils, my lips will not say anything wicked, and my tongue will not utter lies. The same Hebrew word for breath is used in both of these passages. Neshama, the breath of God, the breath of Of life in our nostrils. Have you ever thought about God being in your nose? (laughs) I had it.
1: (laughs) We might think of God in
0: heaven, in the cosmos, maybe in our hearts or in our minds. Maybe we should add our nostrils to this list. It has an interesting ring. (laughs) Try this with me though for a moment. Close your eyes. And take in a few deep breaths through your nose. Imagine breathing in God's presence His breath, His life, His Holy Spirit, His power. into your very being? <clears throat> could it be that God's presence is as close as a breath? You could open your eyes or I may put you all to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> At Christmas time, we're celebrating Jesus the Messiah coming to the earth to be with his creation. This is the biggest gift that God could give the world he loves, his very self, He came to walk, talk, teach, laugh, cry, heal, hug, and love his children face to face. Then he gave up his life for us so that we could enjoy full connection with our God and Creator. But Jesus didn't stay on the earth forever as a person, but he told us he would never leave us. In John chapter 14, he said, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. After the crucifixion, Jesus came back to life and then he appeared to his followers. In Matthew 28, verse 16, we read Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Here Jesus promises his presence with his followers forever. When he left, he sent the Holy Spirit to live inside those who believe in him. So we're never left alone or without God. The Holy Spirit is God himself, who can be in all places at once and at work inside each of us who put our faith in him. His work includes comforting, teaching, convicting, encouraging, bringing understanding to our reading of scripture, building faith in our hearts, giving us power to walk in the work God has for us, growing holiness and wisdom in us, drawing us closer to God, and giving us his peace that is beyond what our minds can even understand. God's Holy Spirit is with each of us every minute of the day. Now, maybe the whole idea of faith is new to you, and you've never known anything like the power or the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Jesus invites you to learn more about him, to try on faith, to ask God to show himself to you. In the passage we read in Matthew, where Jesus appeared to his disciples after his resurrection, it says, but some doubted. Doubt is an acceptable response to Jesus. Sometimes we think, "But if only I could see him, like like if he was just walking out in the parking lot, right? If I could see him with my own eyes, then I wouldn't have any doubts." But these eleven people in this passage did see him. They were his. They were the people who followed him around for three years. <laughs> they saw him crucified, and they saw him again, and they still had. Doubts and questions, and God, Jesus didn't condemn them. Doubt is not the opposite of faith. Maybe this Christmas season is the first time that you will embrace Jesus as God's gift to you. God made you, and he loves you. But God doesn't force his way into your life. A gift is free, but it only changes hands if the receiver chooses to accept it. God's presence is never far away. You may not feel like you have the margin to spend significant time in prayer or reading the Bible this month, but most of us have time for an occasional deep breath. Why not try coupling your breath with an awareness of God's presence with you in whatever you're doing in that moment? I came across this specific idea of God's presence in our nostrils a couple of weeks ago, and it's been very helpful for me when I sense the need for a deep breath. It is now frequently coming with the thought, oh yeah, God. <laughs> Often, one or two conscious breaths, recognizing that God is present in my breath, or literally in my nose, it sounds really weird, <laughs> is, is sometimes all that I need, all the perspective that I need to reorient myself or my day, my worries or my priorities. Maybe you will identify a phrase that works well for you, like, God is with me every time you take a deep breath, or welcome Holy Spirit, or come Lord Jesus. Perhaps a specific phrase coupled with your breath can help you receive the gift of God's presence in your day-to-day. As I wrap up, I want to introduce and practice together a breath prayer. Breath prayer prayer dates back to as early as the 3rd or 6th century, we're not sure, (laughs) as a tool for Christian meditation that explores the connection of our minds, hearts, and our bodies. There are many ways to do this. Some people pray scripture along with their inhale and their exhale. The psalms can work very well for this.
1: Another way I like
0: to use breath prayer is letting God bring a specific person to mind with each inhale. So I don't go in with like my list. It's like, oh, these are all the people. But I just kind of let the Holy Spirit say, oh, so and so, (laughs) and then on the exhale, I pray a a blessing over them. Some people take a couple of breaths. (laughs) Didn't sound how I meant it to sound. (laughs) You know, if you're like really burdened for them, right? Not all the ways God wants to fix other people. (laughs) So let's practice this today, if you're comfortable, in joining me. Um, We'll take a few deep breaths together. I'll prompt some thoughts to guide us along. So join me in in closing our eyes, and we'll, we'll give us a try. Start by closing your eyes for just a moment, and not changing your regular breathing, but just noticing it. Now imagine a deep breath in, breathing in God's presence through your nose with a deep inhale. I breathe in God's presence. I breathe out my worries. (laughs) I breathe in God's peace. Breathe out fear. I breathe in God's love. And let it make contact with my hearts. Lord in heaven, we breathe in your Holy Spirit today. We know that you are with us always and as close as our breath. What a gracious and loving God you are.